What's up, bro? What's up, bro? And welcome, everybody, to the show. This is Billy Goes with the Bros. My name is Adrian. My name is Ivan. And Billy Goes with the Bros is a show where me and my brother Ivan discuss a movie. Every week we discuss a new movie. Ivan, what's the movie of the week? Bo is Afraid. Bo is Afraid, directed by Ari Aster. But before we get into that, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Like I said, this is a podcast. We're on YouTube. We're on podcast uh, platforms. So if you like to listen to podcasts, look us up, Billy Goes with the Bros. Uh, and leave a review, leave a likes, hit the subscribe button. Also, we're on YouTube, so if you're not there, go to YouTube.com, look us up, Películas with the Bros. Every week we do a new podcast. We would greatly appreciate if you subscribe. <sighs> and let us know what you think about Bo is Afraid. Yeah. Why not, yeah, right? Good point. That's a good point. Like, you're there, you might as well do it. Just tell us. 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 <laughs> you know when you just get lazy and... Don't want to say the word. Combine everything together. Uh, I love it. Ivan, eh. before we get into Bo is Afraid, Ooh. lasting thoughts on how to blow up a pipeline. <laughs> yeah. Truly. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. I mean, I, fr- I wish uh, it sucked. Not It didn't suck, but like, what a waste of time. Well, you know the other movie that I was thinking about was Ren- Renford, was it? Yeah. Renfield? Yeah. And I, I was I heard the reviews weren't that good, so I was like, eh. I looked... Bad, but in a good way. Apparently, maybe it was just bad. Yeah. Whatever. 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 Uh, but for this week, Bo is Afraid. Written and directed by Ari Aster. The premise of this movie, Ivan, is Bo is a middle-aged man with life-crippling anxiety. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? He is afraid of everything. Life, sex, his neighborhood, and even his mother. His plan to visit his mother gets derailed after a series of unfortunate events. Shout out Lemony Snicket. Dave, did you ever read those books? Oh hell no. Did you say hell no? Yeah. Wow. And now he must find a way to get to his mom by any means necessary. Ivan with the cast of Joaquin Phoenix as Bo, Patty Lapone as Mona, Bo's mom, uh, Amy Ryan as Grace, Nathan Lane as Roger. Kylie Rogers as Tony, blah, 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 blah. Ivan, let's just get into it. Ari Aster. Hmm. What's my relationship? Great question. Well, I saw Hereditary. I thought it was pretty good. Saw Midsommar. Liked it even more. So I'm ready for this. Well, there you have it, people. <laughs> Ivan, those two movies, Hereditary and Midsommar. Yeah. Uh, probably my two favorite horror movies of the past. I mean... Not including Get Out of the past 10 years. Sure. Right? Hereditary, just like a movie that looks like it's just a plain old scary movie. Ew, Watch it. Footies. Uh, but then turns into like a psychological mind freak. Yes. And then Midsommar, just the eeriest movie of all time. I should have said all time, but yeah, I'm yeah, exaggerating. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's a movie that I've always wanted to rewatch Midsommar. Um, but have to be in the right mind state because it's mm. like i see it all, all the time on amazon prime i'm like i can't i just can't right now i can't do it but i want to watch that in the morning like wake up oh. midsummer just start my day with that yeah like on a day off sort of thing that sounds like a good idea just like a glass of oj some eggs and midsummer a little breakfast burrito a little brekkie burrito yeah brekkie burrito eggies greggy the egg a little coffee <sighs> ari astrid though yeah. What he's able to do in those two movies from a relatively unknown person to where he is now, he basically uh, started from the bottom. Now he's here type hmm. of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, 
two movies that made a lot of money for A24, critically acclaimed, and now it seems like it's his turn to turn in his like magnum opus. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if this movie would be consider he would consider it his magnum opus. We'll get into that. But legitimately, two mm. first movies are classics. Would you sure. say classics? Light classic. Light classic? I think classic is like Jaws. This isn't Jaws. Right. But okay. Horror classic? I, th- I think that's like... Indie classic. Auteur classic. Moving on. How the Sausage Was Made. Ivan, this movie, it's... Um, Ari Aster made a short in 2011 called Bo. Mm. Has uh, not the same premise, but like similarities. Um, but he's been wanting to make this movie for a while. He thought of it as more of an episodic movie at first. Mm. Um, in leading up to this, he described it as Jewish Lord of the Rings, which I think is like tongue-in-cheek. Nice. Um, Dan Klaus, the famous cartoonist, has a book called Eight Ball, and this movie is uh, influenced by that comic book. Okay. To whoever cares about that kind of thing. And lastly, A24 is the uh, studio mm-hmm. behind this film, like his other films. But it's their most expensive film to date. How much? I think it's 40 mil. Some change. And then you think about the movies that they've made that have been either popular or, f- or very good. You have... Uh, oh, I guess there is none. Just <laughs> kidding. Uh, you have uh, Midsommar. You have Hereditary. But you also have... Um, your favorite movie of all time that came Everything out last year. everywhere all at once. Right. So you have all these movies that are doing well, but this movie out of all the movies, out of all the directors that A24 has made, uh, worked with, this one is the biggest, baddest of them all. What does that kind of say about trust, faith, discipline, modesty, seduction, God. Oh, uh, it seems like Aster is highly regarded. Yeah. Should he be? Yeah. Okay. He's different. He's himself. Yes. And I think this movie kind of shows it. Ivan, your relationship to Bo is afraid. How long has it been? How good has it been? I hope it's a good question. First off, great question. Thank you. Um, what were, I, I should say, what were you expecting from Bo's? Oh. Um... Not a fun romp for all ages. <laughs> I'll say that. Shout out to our longtime listeners. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just, it looked different enough. Like each movie I feel like of his, even though it's like on the same similar horror aesthetic, like in the backdrop, not really in your face horror besides hereditary, but it looked different. Yes. But with his, with his voice still, you know? Yes. So I was just expecting more of that. Yeah. Were you expecting a great movie, a good movie, okay movie, or just like something great. different? Great. Great. Fucking. He, he picks. I was he expecting picks. something great too. Um, was? After seeing it, <laughs> Ivan, what would you think about Poe's Afraid? It's good. Whoa. It's good. Come on. Be real. Shout out to uh, Cypress Hill. 
You said la- he's, last week you said be real, and I said Cypress Hill, and you're like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, Ivan, thing. I didn't like this movie. Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was confused. About? Um, kind of like the purpose of us sitting through a three-hour movie watching this story Mm -hmm. and and i should say i was confused while watching it Mm -hmm. after watching it i wasn't confused but i was still kind of like bewildered and it gave (laughs) it gave me lynch vibes okay and for that reason i'm kind of surprised you Uh, you thought it was good maybe if i rewatched lynch i'd i like him more just because uh Maybe I'd pick up more on like the metaphors and things he tries to do. Uh-huh. But also, like I remember, I saw this is like tangent. Yeah. A breakdown of like a VFX thing he did, and it was like who Lynch. Okay. It was like some orb floating. I think it was in Twin Pinks, like orb floating and then like evaporating or something. And these guys, it was a YouTube video. These guys kind of like dissected it, and they were saying like, like objectively, this was like. Go, keep going. Objectively, this was like uh, like horribly made CGI. Yes. And they said, well, it doesn't make sense for it to look that bad knowing like what Lynch can do and yes. is capable of. So it was like they, what's the word? Hypothesized that it was intentionally made to look horribly, horribly bad. Like it was a sphere, but it looked like it didn't even exist. Yeah. In... Like, the realm. Like if there's a floating sphere here, it was like a 2D sort of yes. sphere. And they're just dissecting it and they're like, he probably did on purpose. And that left you thinking what? That what was the initial? That. Uh, Let me connect it. <laughs> that you didn't like, you don't like Lynch. Oh, maybe if I rewatched it, I'd see like that ball now and be like, oh, I get it in a different mm. way whereas if i saw it the first time i would be like it's got a, it's kind of a hack right i think it just it's going back to like intentionally doing it bad mm-hmm. versus sucking i don't think any of this movie was like there's intentionally bad parts a lot of the time but intentional right yeah <coughs> i think everything that ari puts in this movie is intentional whether it's good or bad, it's just like int- very intentional. The whole movie, like mm-hmm. he is, for lack of a better word, and that's a word we use all the time, an auteur. <laughs> we need like a shirt, like our first one of our first shirts should be like, he's an auteur, or like everyone is an auteur, or something like auteur. that. Auteur, like just the point, auteur. Yeah. Um, that being said, I this movie's three hours long. Yeah. I napped. Oh no! So I took my wife and I took my beautiful baby daughter. To you took her to see this. <laughs> yeah, my uh, five-week-old baby daughter. I took her to see this. Yeah, she was napping the whole time. But the the bad thing about taking kids to movie theaters, especially when they're that young, it's like we sit very at the very end, on the mm-hmm. very corner, to not disturb anyone, just in case, and that takes me out of the experience. 
and like uh. half of the time or like a third of the time i'm like making sure the baby's okay you know that being said i don't think that's the reason why i napped i napped because it was a three-hour movie and there was no like there's no hit to the face that i needed to mm. wake me up you know Right. And I napped during, I think probably from what I hear, one of the better sections, which is the animated sequence. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. And my wife was like, um, "You missed it. There is a cartoon in the middle. <laughs> You're famous. You love cartoons, Adrian." <laughs> no, she was like, "Are you sleeping?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> and then I fell asleep again. It's like, if you go to sleep again, we're leaving right now. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you're right, because <laughs> like you shouldn't be watching this. And, <laughs> and I brought you here, anyways. Yeah. Um, it also gave me like I didn't feel any emotion towards anything in the movie, mm -hmm. like towards the characters and all that. And it gave me the same kind of vibe that Licorice Pizza did. Okay. Where and I I'm just realizing this too about Licorice Pizza, where the whole movie is kind of just like mundane in a way. And it, that doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It just it felt like. Like you're cruising, you know, like there's slice of life. Yeah. Slice of life. But at the same time, it's like, it's not impactful right. and not all movies are meant to be like that. I get it's his vision, but whatever. Um, our character, Bo mm. though, mm. this, the story, like if you can give like maybe a one or two sentence synopsis of what this guy's going through, I, I would greatly appreciate mm. that. An abused man comes to terms with his abuse his and abuser sure and abuser so that's a great way uh, to simply put it but at the end without giving any spoilers and we can get into spoilers later like is there any uh relief from that is there any like out uh, positive outcome no I, I i think no but i think that was the point like at a point if you're that abused you're kind of messed up for the rest of your life yes like there's most likely no way out correct and that feeling of abuse you f i feel like the intention astro was trying to do is like make the audience feel it mm -hmm. intentionally making you feel awkward at times yeah uh alienating like the character is very alien alienated and i think at the end of the movie he's trying to alienate the audience by making them feel like Geez, like that was a downer. He was kind of. I think he was making fun of us too, for like at the end scene with the audience being there. Yeah, I think he's just like you're just you're just watching this man get abused without right. without doing anything. <sighs> and I think it's just more like not the movie, but in life generally, like you see all these people with issues, and you're like, click. Same or, thing as like or just like watching. Nope. Yeah like just the the guilt of a bystander or the that's a good point i never i didn't culpability, see uh-huh i guess and so the abuser in this movie is mother mommy mommy dearest mommy dearest mommy mommy remember that scene in a uh, final guy mama mama mommy, mommy, mommy. <laughs> that formed me that formed me adrian it's like a bane do you think yeah what is it He's, I, uh, you think you know dark or so i was formed in it molded by it or something like that so so in your family way, guy fa <laughs> the family guy scene of mommy's like 
I was molded <laughs> by it. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Uh, Bo is has mommy issues. Mm. Bo's afraid of his mommy. Um, he's abused by his mommy uh, physically. Or I think it's just emotionally. Emotionally. Interesting. So much so that he becomes this neurotic, basically feeble man at yeah. by in his middle age. Yeah. Do you have a bad relationship with your mama? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, me neither. And do you think that takes away from this movie? That the inability to understand that? Or do you understand it enough to enjoy the movie? Um, I think I understand it enough. Like, not to throw anyone under the bus, but I think, like, it's a spectrum of abuse. I like, I would hope you'd say, like, specific names now. <laughs> Mother! <laughs> like, his is obviously, like, the worst case sort of scenario. Or not even, I mean, there's obviously worse, but his is pretty bad case, but I'd imagine, like, if the mother was, like, a little lighter on every aspect of how he treat he how she treated him uh-huh like it would lower and there would just be like a lighter form of like emotional abuse where it wasn't so flagrant or like just scenes where it was like oh god you shouldn't be saying this to your kid right it would just be less of that so <sighs> i'm trying to say like in any like relationship you could kind of see like oh there's this little bit that's a tiny bit toxic yes and if you just blow that up you could see like oh that's what someone can become and that's yeah. like the mother in this movie yeah 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 you yeah there's things that you can kind of like overlay mm-hmm. your life experience yeah. on, on top of this movie it's just like a very exaggerated version not like it would never happen it just since it hasn't happened to me yet you haven't met la toxica yes gotcha. oh you have yes i have not oh. um also, like, another thing that is kind of, how should I say it? We're, we're not, we don't have mommy issues, and we're not Jewish. Well, speak for yourself. Oh, you're converted? Yeah, you know, a lot of people think I'm Jewish. Really? Yeah. I can kind of see it. I'm like, how dare you? And they're like, what? That's kind of racist, too. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah, yeah, Oh, wow. It's funny. Um, <laughs> that kind of threw me off. Um <laughs> Sometimes, I'm, sometimes I say, no, I'm the opposite. And I say German. Dang. But that doesn't even, logically, that make, doesn't make sense. I think uh, historically <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, and I don't, do you, I guess it's the same kind of question. Do you need to be a Jewish guy that has I mommy issues? I didn't even pick up any Jewish, Judaist, what's the? Judaism? Ju- Judaistic vibes. <laughs> from this judaism jewish vibes sure i didn't i didn't know uh well that that's kind of good but i think also if you are jewish you can feel it you know oh i guess but i think that's kind of like this the in a way the genius of the movie too like you don't need to be but if you know you universal know. yeah uh joaquin phoenix playing bow what do you think about his performance in this he was Bo, for sure. Definitely like, Bo. Like, when it's, I, like, partway through, I was, like, thinking of his roles. And I think the most, like, polar opposite of this was Gladiator when he was that emperor or something. Yeah. It's just crazy, like, like the range from 
absolute feeble nice nice person sad depressed to like emperor with huge ego and you believe both easily and now he's gonna play napoleon and he does joker and and all his other movies he's crazy i feel like it's interesting that you say range though because like i see like for example joker Mm -hmm. the character he plays in her the character he plays in the master and this movie i feel them all like in the same zone yeah with like hey emotion emotional range yes is better because i think he really he plays himself but like um not one for one just like he puts his personality onto the character Uh uh-huh not like oh i'm joaquin phoenix i'm gonna pretend to be this like no like i'll combine it both so it's like me merging with this and then he just gets gets their emotional (laughs) (laughs) you got issues with that mic don't you a little bit Uh, you saw uh walk hard right oh yeah that one was good too right i think that's a bigger range right Cause he's like a rock star. In, he's a uh, Johnny Cash. Well, yeah, but like at the start, he was a little feeble. Like he had that yeah. like. But there's you could watch on YouTube like a scene where he's playing at Folsom Prison, and he's like he's there. It's like, <laughs> you know, like that deep yeah. voice, and he's super confident, and it's like that's Johnny Cash right there. Right. For me, in this movie, Phoenix. I mean, I don't think it's just for me too. Like. Bo is very, he just gets pounded into the dirt, you know? <laughs> That's funny. And I would want, like, our character to have more dynamicism. I don't think that's a word. Dyna, dyn, dynamism? Uh, Let me try one more time. Dynamic. No, no, no. It's there. Dyn- I don't know. I don't think dynamicism or dynamicism. Dynamicism. I don't think... I want our character to be a little bit more dynamic. There we go. Okay. And for him to be just like, oh, hell, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like the whole time, it, it was a little irritating, but yeah. I know it's like the intention. Yeah. Uh, What is it called? Um, tastes. Ah. You know, tastes. Um, This movie was funny, though, at times. Spookily. Spookily. <laughs> Spookily <laughs> <You> funny. <too>? <laughs> <laughs> Spookily sounds funny, though. Yeah, it does. I like that word. Spookily. I love uh, when he finds out, spoilers, that his mom probably died. What? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gets a, he calls his mom and uh, UPS guy. Bill Hader. Bill, played by Bill Hader. It's so up. random. I was like, what the heck? And he's like, uh, I think uh, I delivered this package here, and I think this person's dead. And then he's like, call, call me back. Maybe you call the, or call the number back. You probably call the wrong number. Mm. Calls back. He's like, I'm sorry, dude. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Was your theater packed? Uh, I was like a third. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. More and than I've seen in a while. Yeah. What if we were there at the same time? <laughs> hey, hey, I know you. Um, what other scenes were you thought were funny? Um, whenever that military guy, the veteran. <laughs> yeah. And just like the expressions he had, I was like, like looking at him yeah. or just standing when they're having a, he's on the phone and he's just in the back doing his stuff. All that was great. He was so creepy. Yeah. I thought like every time he came, I'm like, this guy's going to kill someone. Yeah. Um, horror scenes were jarring in this. It's funny because like 
we kind of skipped over this, but this movie isn't really isn't a horror, and it's just, it's Ari's first movie that isn't straight up horror. Mm-hmm. What would you consider this movie? Like a dark comedy, or like a dramatic movie with I don't know comedic tones over it, like a horror comedy blend. Even though <laughs> that is, well, that's not a dark comedy. I, I think just horror comedy, horror comedy. More on the. You think it's horror though? Like, there's no like fr- a fright I, scares. But like when that girl drank paint and then they just show the shot of her being dead, I was yeah. like, Jesus Christ! That that was freaking. I mean, only Astrid can do something yeah. like that. But like, like that felt kind of scary, not in like, <laughs> but just like, dang, that's kind of <laughs> insane to see like the mother be there and like yeah. have the paint just splattered on her. Yeah. Like that was, like if that was in some serious movie that would have been like oscar nominated scene but i think that's like astor's signature right like having these shots that are just like freaking staying your brain and haunt yeah. you even though they're not frights they're more like demented things that will never leave your yeah. head but even like I w- how much of the movie is scary i would say like five percent you could say all of it like oh that's a good point being him that was just well Bo's afraid like he's scared the whole time like i think if you really just like focus on Bo's emotions and like really kind of be with them you're scared the whole time yeah. but also like you can't really do that the whole time like i'm i'm just watching a movie at a point yeah i wonder like if i could be if i sat closer to the front row without my lovely daughter and lovely wife mm-hmm. if i just went alone could i really like tune in into Bo? And get truly afraid in this movie, like be like <laughs> spooked out, like have that eerie feeling that I didn't feel at all while going this first time. I wonder. I, it, it's just such a, it's a very unique movie where like it is, there's funny moments, but he puts like that pink girl dying. But like it's like the the contrast between like super funny and then Jesus Christ, this is like the most painful thing i could ever see at the same like right next to each other with a human size dick yeah monster yeah yes it's crazy um one horror scene that i I just want to mention before moving on when they show like the flashback of like what happens after bo got hit by a car Mm-hmm. And it's the naked man just stabbing <laughs> him in the hands. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. Ah. Like, what? <laughs> what? Uh, I mentioned earlier that this movie is influenced by a cartoonist called Dan Klaus. Mm. And while I was watching this, I don't know if it, I heard it before, but I had this feeling. I'm like, this movie reminds me of a, a Klaus uh, graphic novel. Because in his uh, graphic novels, it's very like... Things are kind of like mysterious. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's supposed to be real life, but you can tell there's something odd going on in the background. Okay. And for the same reason, I felt like that's where I got the Lynch vibes, where it's like you don't know if we're in reality or not. And that's also why I thought you didn't like it. You weren't going to like it because oh. you you, fami- you famously said, "Well, yeah, I, yeah, yeah." I, I don't like uh, things where they, they Look. have like. Let Supernatural. Me, let me let me break it down. Break it down. Chewy, chewy, er. That should be like our new segment or something. Let's it, break it down. Good work. I didn't like how Lynch did it because it felt like it was real from the start. And then like the magic came in. I was like, wait, 
so magic exists in mm-hmm. this world so like i didn't know if it was like maybe now if i re- rewatched i like i guess it's like surreal metaphor it's not actual magic yes but also like he the detective kind of used magic to solve cases in a way like he yes. relied on it so i was like i think it's it can't be a metaphor if it's twin actually, peaks yeah what did i say you, you just didn't mention oh. what it was uh it can't be a metaphor if if it's actually happening i mean like i guess it also could be but if it's actually happening then it's just magic and i didn't like i couldn't understand like i didn't get the magic system i guess is yeah simply put but from the start of this movie it already felt like outside of our reality with like his house outside street just like post-apocalyptic yeah (coughs) so from there i was like okay this isn't real right this is some metaphor or whatever so that's a good point he has he does a better job of blending the reality and the surreality of this movie sure i like that word it sounds like surreal spookily spookily and i don't want to say it i don't remember dynamicism yeah um weirdest scenes i already mentioned the monster dick in the attic which was like what and like the idea that that's his father Mm -hmm. it's just like he's really going for it like he he doesn't care what the audience think he doesn't astro doesn't care any like about anything he's just like i think this would be interesting yeah and for that reason i applaud him but for no other reason because i didn't like it yeah and i mean what i guessed is that like like the someone who's abused like that is kind of irrational like there's no rational rationality to like being so afraid of people yes so like the whole movie's just and like what he's going through in his mind like he learns the truth about his dad but for him it's like seeing this giant dick monster where it's like super huge and it just blows his mind and it freaks him out and i'd imagine if it happened to somebody in real life they'd also be like what the like this is shattering my world yeah i'm freaking out and it's like if you put it like side by side they would have the same reaction but with ari aster it's like now you could visualize like if you saw that in real life i think i would also freak out like that yeah (laughs) i hope so yeah like oh (laughs) Oh, that's interesting (laughs) uh yeah Uh, another weird scene any any other weird scenes paint Um, guzzling uh, always be my baby mariah carey when was that the, the funeral the sex scene oh that one was that was funny i was like am i just watching this <laughs> it reminded me of blonde when it was like so like oh uh, yeah graphic but i saw that at home so it's a little like less like right should I be? <laughs> but this hey, is hey, like punk right? what's up man you guys seeing this <laughs> <laughs> so at the theater i was like all right i guess i'm just watching this <laughs> it was pretty silent i think everyone was like what <laughs> at the same time yeah and like that i i mean that was weird enough but like what happens after like with yeah. that character i'm like what yeah it kept going more like what what and they kept like stacking on to like the what's and the mom was alive i was like what <laughs> and then like it's culminated with like the dick monster yeah and then like with the stadium yeah weirdness um 
I do like the like the foster parents. Oh, like, I thought there would be more from that. Like, I, I I didn't really understand what the when she said like you're incriminating yourself. Yeah, I didn't get that. Because it's just the mom paid them to do that. Oh. Okay. Right. Yeah. I guess it was just weird to think of a mom paying for all this. Yeah. Like that was so, <laughs> so much. Yeah. But another exaggeration. What's What's her business that she's so rich that she can know. afford all this? Wasn't it like pharmaceuticals or something? I thought it was like an ad company because like he's in all the yeah. ads. But, but it was maybe, for like medicine. Yeah. Maybe it is. I think it was because like there's a lot of pill talk. Like right. The, the family. Like take your pills. You'll feel better. And, and he's like in a like a. Oh, therapy with the pill. And the apartment is like funded by that that yeah. company, whatever. Pharmaceutical. Kind of confusing. Um, I was gonna say something. Oh, the the, I don't know that foster parent, the dad. What like, is he in? Like he's in like a bunch mouse of mousetrap. Right, but like there's like a, a Disney voice that he does, isn't it? Oh, let me visualize his voice and then attach it to the character in my library. I'm getting like a ratatouille, but not ratatouille. Like maybe it's a rat. So thinking mousetrap. Oh, no. oh, no. But he has that voice that just like, yeah, you got to love that voice. Nope. You're like, hey, yeah. buddy. I don't know how to describe it. Who knows? Um, blank check. This concept of a blank check. Shout out to the blank check podcast. Uh, they're probably not listening. So who gives a crap? But Wink. they make a podcast where they they pick a director and they're like, this director can make any movie because they made this one super successful movie mm-hmm. and now they have a blank check to do whatever movie they want. Okay. I think this is Ari's blank check movie yeah. where like he made two great movies and they're like, you can do whatever you want. And I don't think this movie's going to do too well. And it's probably not going to make its money I back. think it could. It like, could. My theater was filled more than I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. I think Mario movie was the last one. I was like, oh, this is pretty filled. And I think this was more filled than Mario. Interesting. For me. Well, that being said, this idea of like, do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, completely not re- like regarding the audience. Like he doesn't really care what the audience feels mm-hmm. in a way. Um, it also gave me that idea of like Babylon where like Chazelle just like went for it and then yeah. like his magnum opus yeah and that movie similarly did it is definitely not going to make its money back that movie costs like probably like 200 million for some reason um interesting times Hmm. i think it's just too long three hours correct both of those it's like yeah i think it's like that simple like do i want to watch a three-hour movie no like yeah at a point normies won't watch three-hour movies and I love that idea of normies with this because, like, imagine a normal person going to see this movie. Yes. They're, they would literally walk out halfway through. I can see it. And for good reason, because, like, not, I'm not saying good reason, like, this movie's bad, but, like, good reason because a normie shouldn't watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. Or should they? Like, imagine you watch one movie. A normie watches one movie a month, maybe, mm. at the movie theaters. Yeah. Maybe. And this is the movie they pick, and they're like, what the freak, man? You seeing this? 
Like they thought they were signing up for like a horror movie yeah. with uh Joaquin Phoenix, but yeah. they get this. Like what a mind fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh I was here listening to the podcast where they were saying that this movie is kind of like the opposite of our current culture where like all of the movies that are popular now are popular because they're pandering to the culture. Mm-hmm. Whether that's Super Mario Brothers like Marvel movies, but DC everything movies. everywhere. I wasn't pandering, and that was like, sure, sensational. But that's like one out of every, okay, fifty movies, right? Sure. And this movie is just like the complete op- opposite of that, and that's an interesting take. Like this movie is like anti anti algorithm, mm-hmm. right? Like if you like this movie and like that movie, there's no, there's nothing like this for that movie, unless like you like Lynch movies, I guess, or like surreal movies. Yeah. Um, would you watch this movie again? Yeah, I think with time, now that I know like the mom's behind it, I'll like, I want to see it that way. Yeah. I want to watch it again just because I, I, I know I didn't watch it in the optimal viewing experience. You you definitely need to be like in the right wavelength. Yeah, I was, I was ready. I was ready. What, what was like your, what'd you eat right before? Or did you not eat? I had a Caesar. No, I didn't. Oh, yeah, I did. I had a Caesar salad with breaded chicken. Mm. Little buffalo sauce. You know, I've been eating way too much at the movie theaters. Really? Yeah, like I get, I got nachos this time, but I got nachos and we brought in like sandwiches. <laughs> so for like Jeez. an hour I was eating. <laughs> you want some of this? <laughs> guy next to you. <laughs> Oh, good movie. Yeah. Spitting flex on them. And I, I just think that's a little too much. Like, oh, respect I usually, the movie. I don't usually there. I'm a nachos guy. I always get nachos. Uh, I want to get popcorn, but then they're like, you want to upgrade? I'm like, not really. I don't want that conversation. Yeah. So I don't get anything. And when you, you're you never going to finish the whole bucket, right? Yeah. And if I do, like, who am I? What have I become? You know? A shit show, literally. Because yeah. if I eat a whole bucket, I'm, I'm shitting it. Immediately. I, th- I think it depends on the movie. Like Top Gun. Perfect. Popcorn. Coke. You wanna hear that a giant gunshot sounding <laughs> click of a can <laughs> opening. Ah <coughs> 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 uh, guys, we're not, we're not ready for this. I haven't you wanna hear a, a review of Bo's Afraid from the incredible Richard Brody at New York sure. Times? I mean the New Yorker. Sure. Uh, let's see. Buh, 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 buh. Actually, I'm not going to do it. You're not going to give him the platform. You're mm. like, no, that's so soft. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, let me just give like one line then. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Ari Aster's Oedipal. 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 You know what Oedipal is? Oedipus. Greek. But you know what Oedipal is? Like Oedipus. Which is? His story about him like marrying his mom, killing his dad. Yeah, it's like mommy issues. Yeah. This Oedipal horror starring Joaquin Phoenix is filled with nervous wreckage and leaves the unsettling sense of having stumbled upon an extended therapy session rather than a film. Mm. Do you agree with that? It's a extended therapy session rather than a film? Mm. 
Like, is this a movie? Is this a film? Or is this just art? What is this? I feel like art at its best is a sort of uh, a form of therapy where you could like really, oh, this, this speaks to me. I have been dropping knowledge right now, people, so pay attention. This ain't a Marvel movie, bro. (laughs) That should be our headline for this. This ain't a Marvel movie, bro. Bo's afraid. This ain't a Marvel movie, bro. Uh Knuckle up. Or bustle up. (laughs) Whatever that means. Yeah. Um, Why do I have this? I have the, should this movie exist? (laughs) (laughs) A little cruel, don't you think? Uh, It should exist. You just need to be the right type of person. Um, Ivan, let's rate this movie. Out of five. Bows. No. Do better. <laughs> Be a little bit more creative. Um, Out of five monster dicks. All right. How many monster dicks is this? I have 4.5. Holy cow. Yeah. What would give it the 0.5? If I liked it. Just kidding. Uh, I don't know. I think it would have to be. I'm I think I, I just wanted more. More. <laughs> Three hours, not enough. No, Give I me mean five. more. Like, I really go for it if he's like more the grotesqueness. Oh, like uh. Like don't don't hold more that. Babylon. Yeah. Like just like bam bam bam. Yeah yeah. Yeah yeah. And just don't let me breathe, at all. I would like that, minus like an hour and a half. Just like an hour and a half of like, what the freak was this? <gasps> was that, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. How was the animated scene? I, I didn't watch it. You missed out on the greatest piece of animation ever. It was good. There you it's, have it. it. Did you read what it was afterwards? Uh, no. It was like a story about like him growing old and having a family, and then having kids, and then he gets lost in the storm, and he searches for them forever. But what was the point of that? That's, I don't know. It was weird. Because, like, at the end, he's like, did you see the part when he got reunited with his sons? Yes. And then the son's like, how'd you have us if you'd never been with anyone? And he's like, and then they <laughs> left. And then, like. The, and then that guy came, right? Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, this movie's like, fuck you, man. Yeah. This doesn't mean anything. But yeah. That's kind of pretty cool. Yeah. Better than how to blow up a pipeline. But. That being said, I gave this the same rating as How to Blow Up a Pipeline. 3.5 monster dicks out of 5. I mean, if I watch this, I'm pretty sure I'll give it at least a 4, but hmm. I'm being honest, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I napped. Yeah. I napped. Hmm. Ivan, what's the next movie? I don't know. Let's see. Movies Guardians. coming out. What? Guardians? No. Really? That'd be fun. We really need to watch Evil Dead Rise. No, we don't. I know you don't want to, but we, we got it. Do we gotta? I guess we do. Let's see. AMC uh, theaters. Da, da, da. They're really like trying to hammer in that George Foreman movie. Oh, I kind of want to watch that. Oh my god, it looks so bad. I don't know. I like his grill. That's a good take. <laughs> I like his grill. <laughs> wow, there's like really no movies coming out, huh? Oh, Return of the Jedi tomorrow. I'm not watching that. In theaters, though? I'm not watching that. I don't know if I could. What do you mean? I might get out late. Oh. I thought you meant, like, Wait. emotionally. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready. Uh, Yeah, it looks like there's no... The Covenant? Air? Air. Let's what? do air. It looks bad. Yeah, it looks bad, huh? It just looks, like, so simple. Yeah. 
I'm like, do you think they're going to have CGI Michael Jordan? No, I heard he's not in it at all. Uh, Ivan, Evil Dead Rise is an hour and 30 minutes. Don't you just want to get in and get out? No, I don't want to get in at all. <laughs> the Pope's Exorcist. That movie is like, what the freak are we doing right now? Watch Avatar again. <laughs> all right. Five months after release. We'll, we'll decide off air, but doesn't look like there's a big movie. The movie after next week is uh, Guardians 3. You want to give a quick five... Uh, What's what is it? Five out of five? I think four point two five. Okay, I'll be happy with that. I've been. It's time for a section called things and such. A uh, moment of silence for the man, the myth, the legend, Harry Belafonte, who passed away. And the guy who hosts that Jerry one. Springer. Yes. All right, moving on. Ivan, uh, Taking Waititi's movie, Next Goal Wins, is going to come out probably next time, sometime next year or this year. I don't know. Trailer came out. Excited? What's your What's your opinion on this? You know, uh, on our boy, Waititi? I don't know. I don't really trust him too much. I'm a little scared of this. It feels... I like Michael Fassbender. But you saw the trailer? Yeah. It wasn't funny at all. Not really. Like, there's moments where, like, aha, aha, right. aha. But the, there's a movie that came out like a month ago that's just this, but with Woody Harrelson and these like oh, yeah. basketball coaching yes. people with Down syndrome. And it just feels so weird to have that and then this movie come out. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. This, something that doesn't feel right about this. Yep. I don't feel good vibes. Who knows? I, I'm hoping he's like, I'm back, baby. But I don't feel it. He feels like the type who was like, who got too cocky. Yeah. And he's like, I could do anything now. Yeah. I can I can spit in this movie and people will love it. Yeah. People will love it. And he would talk like that too. Yeah. But I'm the best. Yeah. yeah. He, have you seen his interviews? It's kind of obnoxious. I've seen not too much. Okay. But I, I see it. Don't. It's bad. Uh, anything else news related? I can put this in here. Acid Rap. 10 year anniversary and he's uh, our boy Chance the Rapper is going to have a concert. When that album came out, just like for all the young heads out there, it was kind of like revolutionary. Sure. And like his ability to have such a dynamic uh, voice, it was truly like this guy's the next Something. thing. Yeah. He just needs like good beats now. And like his beat selection was kind of odd, which made it good too. Mm-hmm. Um, that was his peak. Sad to see him now. He he looks like. I feel like he just doesn't have it. Like I don't think it's him, not having trauma anymore to delve into. I think it's just like, he doesn't know how to access it anymore. Like the, the artistic part. He's just like, well, I know how to rap. What if it's like, if I go into that zone my my marriage is over <laughs> you know then, what i mean i don't know then. like i'm not gonna do the right things in life well but how bad like is he gonna like, like oh i gotta go do drugs again after rapping this song? Well, I, don't, I don't know if it's drugs or not but yeah that's true like i was listening to an interview with uh you two mm-hmm. 
and uh, Bono. He was mm-hmm. like, he's talking about like his other band members, and he said something like, if and if that he said something that was very like deep, but if you mm-hmm. weren't listening correctly, you would miss it. And he was basically uh, summarizing. He basically said like, we've been doing this for like a hundred years now, mm-hmm. and I want to keep doing it, and I want to keep doing it at like the best level that I can. And since we're in a band, it's hard to ask that from everyone. Yeah. And what that means for me is like so much sacrifice and it's so much, you know, like to ask our guitarist to be like, hey, we're going to go 100 percent. Yeah. It's just tough. Like, like I've had moments where like I'm super into an idea. And then, like, other people, like I mentioned, they're like, oh, yeah, not, like, going out or stuff like that, just, yeah. like, a project or something. Yes. And they're like, yeah, I'm down. And then, like, the time comes and I kind of, like, lay it out or something or just make it more physical. And they're like, eh, I guess I'll do it when I want to. Like, they're not they're not serious. They're not serious people. Mm-hmm. They're not killers. Succession. <laughs> Watch it now. <laughs> it's like, t- but. But, yeah, I'm not, like. Well, you're not serious. You're not real. It's like at the point, like no one's going to care about it. Like I'll care about it. That's where like the, the superstars come out though. Where like, you need to be uh, a Steve jobs to be like, yeah. Oh, you're going to do it tomorrow. No, I'll kill your daughter. If you don't do it right now, I'll kill your dog <laughs> <laughs> or more so like, they inspire people to actually care about it. Yeah. Like, that's what Steve Jobs is, like, super good about. But it's still tough because, like, you have to, like, keep that up. And yeah. you have to also do your thing. Yeah. Like, two jobs. You have to be that inspiration and then do yeah. the work, too. It's like DJ Khaled, right? Yeah. Which is, like, a horrible thing to compare Steve Jobs <laughs> to DJ Khaled. But, like, his whole thing is, like, he literally just, like, has so much energy that it gives other people energy it's probably what kanye did like in the studio with the people he was around like he was just pretty infectious was like oh that sounds amazing and then like that just feeds off of everything yeah like he was just a mini steve jobs himself don't say Stuff that he he's, gonna, he's gonna come back he's like i've been that out with steve jobs if he does that jewish people suck <laughs> i would be so happy not that last part but you know oh. like just mention me okay yeah i'll be happy too for you Thank you. And he's like, that other guy. <laughs> Cornball. <laughs> um, I've been sent for section called What's on the Telly? Succession. To the other part. It's coming up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Ah, uh, man. So good. Insanely good. Yeah, I would say this is like as good as uh, the death of Logan. Yeah. I would also say I hated this episode because I hate Madsen. I love him. No, no. I love how much I hate him. I know, yeah. I mean, I don't hate him at all. That's the thing. Oh, okay. I'm like, you kill these kids. No, because I want the kids to win for some stupid reason. Nah, I think I'm I don't, just like I'm a I'm a pony. I don't know what it means. I don't think, like, no, I just don't want them to win at all anymore. Okay, 
Maybe one of them just like like a consolation prize sort of thing. Like, I guess you're CEO of a dead company, but Kendall, like, he wants to tear it down, like, anarchist style, like, kill it, which is kind of insane because people will probably die from what he's doing, just like job wise and things like that. Right. Roman, I don't know. He's seen, there's like something else going on with him. Like, I think he, he hasn't could, found his, like, trueness yeah like he needs a purpose yeah like he's just kind of floating around with like whatever's allowed his voice shiv i don't know she's she's the killer but she's i feel like she's gonna get destroyed yeah i do too yeah i think matson's just gonna like at the end like oh i used you the whole time yeah like i'm i'm i just did this to get your brothers matson in this he's like skarsgård is just like batting a hundred on this insane and like so perfect everything he says it's like <laughs> jesus christ his appearance like when he first appears with the hood yeah he's like what's up guys he's just like so alpha yeah like not giving a shit and then like the way like you said the way he talks to them he's just like owning them yeah he's so smart like insanely like understands exactly what they're doing and thinking yeah up until like Roman kills it at the end. Yeah. And he's like, okay, now I got to shift. Now I have to, now I have to fight yeah. to prove a point sort of thing. But he's also, <clears throat> he's not the smartest when it comes to women. Cause I feel like that Shiv was, has an upper hand in something with him. But I think that was, purposeful. But that's anything. I think that was purposeful. Like, I think it actually happened, but I think he's exaggerating how bad it is like uh reputation wise to him i i feel like maybe they're on good terms the girl and him and he's just saying that to get like some data no to like connect with shiv yeah yeah because you wouldn't like if giving shiv that piece of information that kind of like links them together and i think he knows that i don't know because like the the woman that um madsen is talking about mm. they do seem to have an icy relationship in that one scene yeah i think it's real i just don't think it's i think he knows how to survive the fallout from that coming out right like and he's he knows it'll suck but he's like i can i can do it i'm just i need to use i have to lose this chess piece to get like the rest of them sort of thing the rest of the quad squad greg was so ugly in this he's like the quad squad it's like, like so guys the roy the roy four was it yeah the quadrangle or something weird yeah. like that and then and then she was like the fuck yeah <laughs> like what, what are you yeah he greg is just like low getting lower and lower but like he's still finding ways that's the creepy thing yeah and it's funny to watch him like try to talk because they they speak almost like a different language yeah like I, I, w I was really like tuned into like, I think it was last episode when they're on the plane, with uh, what's his face said, "We're snakes on the plane." Yes. Like the whole conversation before that was just like, metaphors and like not direct talking. Who between everyone? Who? They're uh, like all using, like yeah, sayings yeah. and metaphors and not actually saying anything directly. Yeah. Which is like, insane to think. But it makes sense. Yeah. It like the when um an example of that I think is when like Kendall's like I think it was like two episodes ago when they're planning who's gonna take what he's like 
yeah, that plays um, the same old, same old with the Vibe banner. Yeah. And like that does it. There's That's no not English. Like, yeah, there's there's no English in this show, yeah. but it is. You just need to listen carefully. Yeah, and yeah, it's like, what does that mean? And like, visualize it. It's tough. Yeah, but it's crazy. And it's good. That's yeah. why it's good. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling there's like something else that Kendall's doing though, because he's like so silent in everything. Mm-hmm. Like the way he looks at Matson is just like utter silence sometimes. Mm-hmm. Where uh, Roman is the one that has to react, but he's reacting negatively, you know? Yeah. I don't know. There's something going on in the back of his head. Like, he's going to lay a master. I don't know. I think he's just nuclear. Like, he's so confident that he can tank this because he's, like, pretty good at destroying things. <laughs> the <laughs> so one thing. Like, you know what? I'm going to just go all out. And that's where his confidence is from. But I think Matson's just going to, like, let it happen, but also just destroy Kendall, too, in a different way. That, like, he's like, oh. I didn't understand sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't, I can't picture any of them surviving. Maybe Greg, just because he's a rat. He's a cockroach. Yeah. Uh, one phrase that I'm going to say is, uh, that I picked up from this show is, Ikea to fuck. You're going to say that. What? You're going to say that? Yeah. Okay. But like, something to fuck. Yes. So like, uh, Mexican to fuck. Okay. <laughs> Good luck like, using gonna, this at work. Or? I'm going to make steak, but Mexican to fuck. All right. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to use gonna it. I'm going to use uh, Tom's insult. Like It looks like you have barnacle meat on your <laughs> earlobe. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I like when he's like flick there. Yeah. Hey, like little kids. Yeah, I was like, dang, assault. Yeah, <laughs> it was funny. Um, Anything else for succession? No. Excited for Sunday. I love Sundays because of this. this I watch Barry too. Oh, Barry's a lot like uh, Bo's Afraid with its comedy yeah. stylings. Like it's a lot of like, this is actually pretty horrific, but they frame it in a way where it's comedic. I think it's so funny because like I had an hour to kill the other day, mm-hmm. and I I keep seeing Barry, and I'm like, just not ready. And I guess what I picked instead. Hmm. I think I picked like the Sandlot, <laughs> and it's just like sometimes I don't have the mental capacity after a long day of working and a baby crying. In. I've been watching Hoarders for like those moments. Hoarders, yeah, like just trash TV time. Listen, if you watch like even the first episode on Netflix, it feels like a very high end HBO parody. God. But what if, did you watch them? I heard about this one. The Poop Girl? Yeah. Yeah. Was it disgusting? I haven't got to that yet, but I've seen like a lot of clips from it. It's pretty insane. But it's it's cool because it's not like stupid people doing stupid things. It's like they're normal people. They just have like these intense like mental illnesses. Yeah. That they like somewhat dig into. But it's clear like in a lot of them, there's something else that like they're not even going to touch. So it's cool for that aspect. And it's just, it's so weird to watch, like, the the cast, I guess, interact with it all. Because they're all, like, fake-ish. They're like, I know you're right. going through this, but right. we're here for you. And yeah. like, all right, move out. Next episode <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah. 
It's just it's creepy and weird, but also entertaining. Where do you watch that off? It's Netflix. Gotcha. Maybe just I'll watch just, like one episode. I want to watch the poop one. I, I watched two that. <laughs> um, what else are you watching? Um, I watched this a while ago. Not a while ago, weeks ago. Um, Fleabag. Ah, the great Fleabag. Pretty perfect. Yeah. You watch? I watched like the first three episodes. It's short. It is. You should watch the rest. I should. Amazon? Yes. Season two is a lot better. I heard. Season one's like, you're a little sick of her at points. Yeah. But super, it's really good. I yeah. think probably like top 10 overall, like TV. Like Holy cow. Just she's objectively. Gonna, you're just going to come in and lay that on me? Yeah, it's something like, I don't know why sometimes I start watching these really good shows and I dip. Yeah. I need to be better. Speaking of better... Better I Call finished, Saul? I finished Better Call Saul. Why were you waiting? Season six wasn't out on Netflix. Uh, and it's out? Yeah, I think last week, and I finished it. Best show of all time? Nah, oh. not really. <laughs> it's a lot more popcorn-y. Like, it's good, but it's a, like, like, it's, like, this is HBO level, Succession, etc., with Mad Men linked onto there. And right below that, it's probably, like, Breaking Bad. Euphoria. Better Call Saul. I think I have to watch Euphoria, but maybe we're on. <laughs> I don't know. I have to watch it, but it's it's good. But there's a lot of. It's more entertainment versus like. Having it be like a precise. Realistic, creation. yes. Yeah, they're like, how can this? How can we up this in a way? Like Breaking Bad was good, but it's a lot of like. All right, at this point, you he probably should have died. Like, there's no right, way right, right. He could have done this. It's still good. Like. I would rewatch it at a point. Like I wouldn't. I'm not saying because I watch Mad Men. It's like uh, I can't watch this now. Uh huh. It's just like a spectrum, like a little less. Should I watch? What should I watch first? Breaking Bad. No, sorry, sorry. sorry. First, I should watch a uh, Better Call Saul. But Better Call Saul, Fleabag. I think Fleabag. Barry. <sighs> Do Barry just because it's coming out right now, so you could be. Will like I finish how long? Thirty minute episodes each. They're like eight, oh, okay. eight episodes. Oh, I could do that. Maybe ten. Okay, so that's too much. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> Let's negotiate. Um. All right. I think that's it, Ivan. Anything else for the beautiful people out there? That's it, sir. All right. We'll be back next week with another episode of Pitagos with the Bros. I don't know what movie it is, but stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Peace out. Bye.